Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Lena podcast on a mission to inspire a world where food makes us better. But not just food, guys. All of our habits, environments, uh, everything we do, so it makes us better, not worse. And it doesn't mean that we're not going to enjoy our life and we just have to, you know, power through with willpower through all of this healthy eating and healthy living habits. No, it's actually about learning how to enjoy it in a better way. Guys, this week we talked about two things. We talked about Christmas dinners, how to make them better, not sugar-free, keto, or perfect from uh, some perspective, but better. Meaning how to, for example, overeat less without any willpower, but using a uh, design of our bodies, of our digestive systems, uh, the uh, way our brain works uh, when it comes to satiety, to hunger and eating and not overeating too much. So we talked about that. Uh, Then we also talked about one mistake that a lot of dieters do, and I did it too, that don't allow us to keep the results. Uh, We just fail, not so much we fail as the approach fails us because we chose the wrong approach to begin with. with. So we talked about one of the reasons. And today we are talking about um, another reason, uh, mistake, that doesn't allow a lot of people, probably about 95% of people who diet to keep the results. And this mistake is really simple. I did it many times, and it has two parts. The, the whole mistake is basically we choose unsustainable uh, methods, strategies. And what does it mean exactly? So, number one, we choose diets that aren't sustainable because they lack essential nutrients. Like, for example, I, in my life, I tried being a raw vegan and even fruitarian. So what's, what's wrong with being fruitarian? Well, besides the fact that there is, I mean, there is so much food and you just uh, don't necessarily want to eat only fruit for the rest of your life. Besides that, uh, fruit do not supply all the nutrients our physical bodies and brains need. So we might love fruit a lot. It might sound so amazingly simple. Just eat fruit. You know, this delicious, uh, really hydrating, full of uh, uh, certain vitamins and fibers and water foods that require no cooking, that are so pleasurable to eat, like, and then you look and feel great, right? Well, that lasts about a week. And then you kind of start craving all the other foods. And the reason uh, you start craving all these other foods uh, is not so much because you're tired of eating fruit or your willpower is just too weak or you're addicted to food. No, Uh, we start craving things because fruit does not supply everything that we need. Certain amino acids or proteins, fats, there are very few uh, fruits that actually provide a considerable amount of fat, like avocado, for example, um, or jackfruit. No, not jackfruit, but the other one, the stinky one. I forgot the name of it, but it's a Thai fruit. Um, 
so for besides those fats and they by the way those fats are aren't essential so we don't get omega-3s and omega-6s that are essential from those foods well we do get but very tiny amounts so fruitarian diet is not sustainable and we start craving things and ultimately we give up on it because uh, it doesn't provide all the essential nutrients but with fruitarian diet, it might kind of be obvious to a lot of people that we aren't supposed to be eating just fruit, even though there are enthusiasts that claim that it's possible only, but then I never saw a long-term fruitarian among human beings ever in my life. Uh, so it might give us a clue that uh, it might indeed be not sustainable for human beings. But let's take even um, popular diet like keto for example a lot of people go keto and uh, i used to be one of those people and we think well we just eat fat and you know some vegetables here in there and some meat here in there uh, but then we can the rest can be just coconut or mct oil uh, and we can be good you know just as long as we don't eat carbs or sugars we can be good for life and that usually lasts from several days to weeks to months, depending on uh, the stubbornness of that person and their initial reserve of uh, nutrients. But then, again, you start craving things. And the reason is not because you are carb addicted, but because your brain is telling you, motherfucker, I need some other foods besides fat, <laughs> some essential nutrients. And those cravings, they arise because the diet is unbalanced. It does not provide all the vitamins and minerals and even all the fats. Like if you are eating most of the calories coming from coconut oil and some animal fats, you probably aren't getting essential omega-3 and omega-6. Well, omega-6s probably do, but omega-3s, plant and marine omega-3s, you aren't getting those. And so your health, even your fat profile is going to be unsustainable long-term for human health because we need all the different fats. Fats are different. They're not all the same. But then, yeah, they say uh, we don't need carbohydrates. They aren't essential. We might not understand how, in what way they are essential yet, but Humans uh, have been eating carbohydrates with fibers and other carbohydrates for quite a long time. And if we didn't need them and we just had sweet tooth, uh, that wouldn't be the case, guys. When something persists for thousands, millions of years, there is a reason for that, even though we might not know it yet. So keto diet can be very unsustainable too. The more we eliminate, uh, you know, some people go keto and then they go plant-based on top of that. And then they go dairy-free on top of that and something else. And then some people go carnivore. And again, that will last for a while, but not for a long time. And again, that depends on the stubbornness of that person and how much reserve they usually have when it comes to essential nutrients. The, the first main thing... Um, about the diet being unsustainable is it doesn't provide essential nutrients and supplements aren't enough a lot of supplements aren't really absorbed all that way all that well or not your, your body just 
is not able to use them appropriately because they are not identical to what we find in whole foods. So for many of those reasons, you aren't getting essential nutrients and that's why you start developing cravings because craving is the only way really for our brain and our body to tell us that we are missing something because our body our brain they don't have exact language to tell us okay you are missing i don't know salmon because you aren't getting omega-3s you are missing flax seeds because you aren't uh, you aren't getting um this other um, omega-3 land omega-3 fatty acids or you are missing certain kind of shellfish like mussels because you aren't getting enough iron so our body our brain they can't communicate like that that we don't have that kind of body brain awareness and so the only way our body our brain can tell us that we are missing something is by making us crave food and that's the only when you start developing cravings for all these different kinds of foods that you aren't supposed to eat that's not because you are addicted to those foods uh, if you're craving whole natural foods not some I don't know, uh, sugar, then you are missing something. And it's not that you are a failure or you don't have strong enough willpower that you can't stick with keto diet. No, look at your diet or where it might be unsustainable. Do you know what are essential nutrients? Do you know where you're getting them from? Like where your potassium's coming from, magnesium, your iron, your zinc. I'm not talking about supplements. Again, in foods, where are those coming from? Are you really getting all the amino acids, essential amino acids that our body can't make uh, from your foods? Are you getting all of them or just think that, or I'm just going to eat one kind of bean and that's going to be enough, like soybean? Uh, no, that's not enough. Are you getting all the fatty acids, like all of them, omega-6s, different kinds of omega-6s, omega-3s, uh, um, well, those are essentials and we need, and then we need other foods. So are you getting all the essential nutrients that our bodies and brain need? And if you aren't, you eventually gonna develop cravings and you gonna quit this diet. So that's number one about unsustainability of the diets that we choose. Uh, and then the next one is being unsustainable because you have to wrap your whole life around this new diet, this new uh, nutrition approach. And you have to change the way you live, the way you shop, uh, the way you cook meals for yourself and for your family. And it's just not your personality. Like you, a lot of people, they love the idea of keto, for example, but they hate eating this way. So that is not sustainable. If it doesn't suit your personality or your lifestyle, like it's too much work. Like a lot of people, especially women, love the idea of being raw vegan or vegan. You know, the more uh, holy, the, the better. Uh, but then they don't really know how to and don't want to work on making it sustainable. You know, you have to learn how to cook all of this and then you have to make it on a regular basis. And it usually requires quite a lot of time because plant food do not provide as many nutrients per bite as animal foods do when we include the right kinds of animal foods in our diet. Uh, and so... 
and then they can't really go out for dinners with their families and their friends, or uh, they can only go at certain times so when people are trying to do intermittent fasting all the time, but not at the time when people actually eat. Uh, so social life suffers, and social life is a huge part of uh, who we are, what we do, how we enjoy our life. Uh, so if you, if you have to change completely your personality, your life, your social circle because of your new diet, uh, that will backfire very fast too. And so that's another aspect of our diets being unsustainable and why people um, can't stick with them for long. We just aren't that great at not being ourselves and having to, again, change our whole life around our diet. But then... And, I forgot another small aspect, well, not so small, actually. Uh, people choose those restrictive diets that uh, don't just provide essential nutrients, but they are very low in energy. Like, you can't live on a 1,000-calorie diet for a really long period of time because it's... Uh, your body isn't getting enough energy and energy is needed for every process and the body is not always great at making energy from our own fat reserves for one reason or the other. And so that is not sustainable. And again, you're going to quit it not because you have uh, lack of willpower, but because your body is trying to survive and it will make you do things in order to uh, survive. So... That's why, you know, when you choose very restrictive, very low caloric, low in nutrients diet, eventually you're going to give up um, because your body will sense that your life is in danger and it will make you eat uh, and probably eat in surplus to prepare in possible future where you again can um, uh, try a certain diet. And for your body and your brain, that basically means starvation. And what I do with people and how I coach myself these days around healthy lifestyle and healthy habits is completely different. We'll learn how to improve certain habits or eating behaviors that we do so they bring us goals that we want, but also so it's easy to maintain the result that we get because we change our eating habits, our lifestyle based on our specific situation, what kind of person you are, what kind of lifestyle you have, what foods you like or don't like, what foods you tolerate or don't tolerate. Do you like to exercise or you don't like to exercise? Uh, do you have time to cook or you don't have time to cook? Uh, all of these aspects we take into account and we design for them. So we design a new approach to eating, lifestyle, sleep, exercise that works in your life. Pretty simple uh, once we learn how to, again, change things, but not too much, so they still fit into your life. So we work on that, fitting things, better things into your life, better habits into your life, not trying to change you or your life around that. And of course, as a nutrition coach, I always make sure that your diet uh, has all the nutrients, all the vitamins, all the minerals, all the essential fats, and not from supplements, but as much as possible from whole foods, because those, as we know, uh, scientifically work better for us. So that's all I wanted to chat about you about uh, today, guys, uh, with you. So next time, you know, it's holiday season. After this holiday season, a lot of people might 
want to try to improve their eating habits. So my advice is to, one, do not try any of those crazy restrictive diets that you know aren't going to be sustainable for you. Also, do not try all the restrictive diets that are obviously nutrient deficient. Uh, Also, try to figure out somehow how to learn whether your new diet or way of eating does provide all the nutrients so long-term you don't develop cravings and you don't fall off the wagon. And work on one habit at a time. Don't try to change you or your life because of your diet, but just do a little better. Change your habits. That's the sustainable way. That's how I successfully quit sugar and a lot of other eating behaviors like eating late at night or overeating that didn't work for me and how I sustainably did it. And that's how I maintained results for many months and years now. That's the way forward. One small change at a time, change that is sustainable long-term. So that's about it, guys. Thank you for listening. By the way, guys, uh, if you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas and Happy Holiday Season. So uh, enjoy yourself, but maybe this year in a better way, more meaningful, more mindful way. Okay, guys? So thank you for listening. Share this episode with other people so together we can you can do better. And till next time, eat better daily.